What's up, people? We got a brand new MMA Roasted podcast here with Bill Dawes, one of the funniest, smartest. See, you know, when I compliment you, I want to then all of a sudden like undercut it. But like, of course, of course. Of course. But mysterious people, uh, shadiest. No, one of the one of the <laughs> best best people I know. Um, how are you, Bill? What's going on? Where are you in Texas? Are you in LA? What's going on? I'm in LA right now. Yes. Yeah. So how is it? To, I know that you just had a brand new kid. Uh, as opposed to like a like an old kid, but how is it um, being away? Like, are you getting sleep? Is it is it weird? Do you miss your child? Talk to me. I I, I tell you what, I I definitely miss my daughter. I definitely like I, I and I, and I've never. I guess I'm under a fight class, Jesus. But I, I I never like really. I'm not someone who misses people. Yeah. Like in my life, I never be like, did you miss me? I'm always like, nah. But um, I do miss my daughter. It, it, it is like a weird pang in my heart that like I, I don't get to see her. You know what I mean? It's weird. I've never felt that before. Yeah, I, same here. Whenever I'm away from my kid, I just feel like I'm like messing her up somehow. And yeah, I, I know. I I feel like oh my god, I just not. But it's okay. I mean, you're not like in. Uh, you got to think people were like in like like the the, the uh, military back in the day, or they went oh, to exactly. war, or yeah. like you know. I'm yeah. here away for a couple of days and. And I would like thank God for FaceTime and this and that and yeah. Uh, mayhem is <laughs> brushing his teeth, wearing a, a bomber jacket. I don't even know what is going on there. That was that was very strange, but okay. Um, I feel like if Mayhem came in like a suit, it would be the craziest. Like he's one of, it's like when the Beastie Boys performed that time, and like I don't know the MA, the MTV Music Awards back in the day, and they were wearing like just full on suits, and it was that was like. <laughs> That was like crazy because I remember, I don't know, I remember back in the day, I actually, this is a whole different tangent, but I used to, there was a, there was a place called, uh, in Rockville Center, it became like a, a dead shop, like a, like, a, like a head shop it was called, but they would sell like cassette tapes. And when I was like in third grade, I'd go and I would like steal one, but I would buy one. Like I, would, I had like a conscience. I would like buy one and steal one, right? Is that really, just get a two for one special at that point. Right. So I stole like... A uh, Beastie Boys tape because I was like back when the Beastie Boys came out and like they were banned from Saturday Night Live and it was back at like their first album which was amazing and I remember yeah. I had a, a job across the street from there where I would sweep the floors of, of, of a place and I would get paid like in sunglasses and I thought I was I didn't know the value of money so I thought I was actually making money anyway it was long before hey. am I unmuted no you're no. unmuted it was like Long Beach Road and I was weaving cars were parked and I was weaving in between and a car hit me. I was, and I went like 10 feet in the air and I got knocked out on the ground and I had baseball cards in my pockets. They all went in the air, all my baseball cards. I had heard kids came, saw me lying there, stole my cards and left. I can't confirm or deny that cause I was like knocked out, but I was in the hospital for four weeks. My tooth is in my lip, but the guy who owned the head shop, 
sent me a Beastie Boy poster and a tape, and he said my right. best customer got hit by a car. But why did he send the hit on you in the first place? 100%. That's, that's true. That's true. Uh, but, yeah, so speaking of which, by the way, I want to give a uh, – it's really, really sad. Tony Baker, who's – I've known him for years, really good comic. His, his, his son got murdered uh, two days ago in a hit and run. They were, uh, not a hit and run. They were in a parked car uh, on Burbank. Or they were, they were turning. I'm, I'm fucking up the whole story. Anyway, they were turning the car, and there was speed racing. There was two guys drag racing, and they went into – it was, it was the, the kid and, like, three other innocent people died. In the and, same uh, car? I think three were in a car. One was in another car that was just like a guy sitting in his car and just smashed into it. So uh, I'm really sorry for Tony Baker. Uh, he's a super nice guy. The kid was like 22, yeah. 23. Yeah, 20, 20, 21. Yeah. Tony's always been a nice guy, uh, a good person. And uh, I'm sorry about what, uh, what happened. And fucking stop drag racing. I mean, the street like, racing, that needs to be like in a district. Like, that lets it happen and, like, has safety protocol instead of just letting a dude – I mean, man, it's a lot of corners out there. That's all I'm saying. I don't and understand If you want to do that, if you have the juiced-up car, you want to crank it. You know what I mean? And, you know. It happens on my block all the time. I'm, like, scared to walk my dog at this night. This is, like, Fucking this is what happens. Yeah. You know? This and is what like, happens. And because yeah. I'm right by, like, the 405 and exit, so it's always, like – by the exits so they can get on. So when the cops come, they can go on the highway. And it's just like, just stop. Just fucking stop. You want to become a NASCAR driver? Go to fucking learn. Go to learn how to become a NASCAR driver. Yeah, but who can really go to school? If you got the car already, you know what I mean? Like, they're not like going to, you know, you have to like devote your whole life to NASCAR driving. You know, yeah. it, 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 you can just do this shit on the weekend and you kill somebody's watch, fucking kids. Yeah, fucking you watch dumb, Fast and Furious. Nine, and then you have a couple beers and you exactly. go. Exactly. Too much fast and furious. You know what I mean? Not enough yeah, slow man. and curious. Well, I, can't, <laughs> I can't imagine what's going on with, on with Tony Baker and his life. Oh, God. Fuck. I know. Nah, I'm trying to pull myself in career has been blowing up, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He does those really funny voices over, he like, you know. Um, by the way, so uh, I, I took my kid to soccer practice yesterday, right? And we got there early, and she's running right into the net. Like, she just runs it. She takes the ball and throws it in. Because I'm like, no, you got to use your feet. She's like, no, no. She just, I think it's funnier when she just runs with the ball and throws it in. And then she sits into the, in, in, the, in the soccer net and goes, this is my new home. I'm like, no, no, you don't, you don't live. And it's like, She's like an existential baby. Like, what the fuck is going on with that kid, bro? Are you like, kids smoking weed or like no, but it's or something? Super like enhanced child. Like, this is my home now. So then no, <laughs> then finally, so then like, so then the guy uh, comes, the teacher comes. And she doesn't want to do it anymore. There's like two kids show up to the class. I'm like, what? I'm like, do you want to go with the bigger kids? No, I don't want to go there. So then she's like, I'm tired. So then I joined the practice. Because I'm like, all right, if she sees me practicing, she'll want to practice, right? So that's me and this other guy, this other kid. And we're doing like, like you know, red light, green light. Karaoke's and fucking uh, soccer, like corner drill passes. Yeah, well, well, tell me you were like, doing that. Like, high five when it says green, we, we run, red, stop, and yellow, slow down, right? We're doing that. So now my daughter, I'm like, hey, come join us. She's just laughing at me 
while sitting on the chair, thinking this is the funniest thing. We all are. We I'm, all are. I'm like, like, what the hell, Dad, Bob? Like, you got a damn, oh, my God. God, what are you doing? This is so hilarious. You're just jumping in to four-year-old soccer practice. Red light, green light. I was not ready for it. Two-year-old, three-year-old. So, because oh. well, it, it reminded me of, like, when I was coaching wrestling and there was a kid, one of our best kids lost, right? His dad was a black belt, came to practice. And all of a sudden, the kid didn't show up the next day, and the father came, and he was like, he would help. I'm like, where's Robbie? And he's like, well, Robbie's not, didn't want to come because he lost. I'm like, well, you're here. He's like, yeah, I can't show him that it's okay to stop going when you lose. And that, to me, taught something to me a lot. Unfortunately, that kid- dad would headlock me back in there, I think. Like, fucking just, you know what I mean? He wasn't even a question. Maybe a palm on the face, like. <laughs> so then my daughter, like, was like, I'm like, we could either stay here or go home. And she's like, I want to go home, right? So then I, t- I took her home, but I'm like, am I showing her that quitting's okay? Uh, is this, I mean, is this like a Simone, Listen, you know, yeah. what's her name? <laughs> like, there's all these thoughts coming through my head. But she's only, she's going to be three next week. She's still young. I don't want to, I don't want it to not be fun for her. So she's a goalkeeper now? Is that what I, you're telling us? We went home. We didn't even go to Listen, practice. Listen, she wants to play soccer, but she wants to use her hands. There's a position for her. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put her in front of the box with those big mittens on, right? It's like, ah, daddy, ah. Yeah, but she'll probably kick it. That one. Right. But, but if I tell her to play goalie, she'll want to play the field. Like, she's at that stage of, like, you know. Uh, Bill, did I do the right thing by letting her go home? Look, man, that's the question right now as a dad. Like, how far do you push and how far do you – because I think kids are just dumb, and they should be led every step of the way. And I hate the fact that everyone's like, my child's an indigo child. They're, they're evolved, and they should decide their own whatever. I mean, there are kids now who are identifying it literally as bunnies. Have you heard about the whole bunny thing? No. Like, they don't have, yeah, the whole thing, they need to be respected. You're like, when your kid identifies as a bunny, say, hey, dummy, you're not a bunny. You're eight. <laughs> Come on. I identify as a T-21 attack helicopter. I, I don't, what are you? I think you're like a reformed pit bull mayhem that, like, Oh, uh, <laughs> Listen, I was walking down the street the other day, and then I just took a knee when I saw this cute little pit bull. It licked me inside my nose, <laughs> and I think I now have pit bull power. That was it like a stray or something? <laughs> nah, it was uh, some lady's dog. He was the cutest dog. He was like, and I was like, I wonder if he's a real pit bull. Man, he <laughs> right in my fucking face, dude. It was like shockingly intimate. I was like, hey, pit bull. I, I- I had I was I was walking somewhere and I saw like a pit bull that was like loose. Yeah. And it was a black guy that was waiting for the bus that was standing on the bus stoop. Like he was like fucked. I might have been going near. The, like he was like I'm like is that your dog? He's like hell no. And was, was he going there, like this? Mr. Worldwide. No, no, it wasn't. No, not the rapper pit bull. And I was gonna I was gonna take it in, but I'm like man, if this guy is scared of this fucking dog, like yeah, <laughs> out of context, out of context. <laughs> Who's on the show today, Adam? Because uh, Jesus Christ, though, train wreck. Bryce Meredith. By the way, so a couple Bryce of- Meredith. Okay, I'm super excited. You know who that is? You don't even know who that is, do you? Savage. Oh my God, this dude is muscle bound and handsome. Handsomer than Jake Paul, even. Yes. Really? Yes. That's a yes. He's a good looking kid. Flexible, strong. I mean, uh, aggressive. Man, this guy is a monster. You know what? He got lost that match on the technicality, whatever the hell it is. So we'll talk about that. The wrestling match? uh, Yeah, wrestling match. You know, his MMA career is just starting, right? 
Yeah, he's 1-0. He was a plus 3,000 favorite and almost lost his first fucking match. Listen, the guy fucking dinked him. That guy has some hands. That guy <laughs> needs to be fucking somebody, like, somewhere quick. Yeah, he's dope, yeah. He's dope, too. Like, they put those they, – they didn't give him an easy-ass fucking journeyman. No, the guy had, like, the 20 was, fights. The guy had hammers. Like, he, yeah, like – The guy had, like, 20 fights, too. He had 20 fights. Yeah. I don't yeah. understand why people think it's a good idea – to get a guy who's like, would Pico do that? Aaron Pico, a guy who's 0-0, never fought. You throw him a guy who's like, even if he's like 9-8, that still has a guy has 17 fucking fights. But listen, it goes yeah. back to UFC 1, bro. If you're an elite wrestler, or you claim to be, and you are, we think you are, right? They're going to put you against an elite kickboxer. Who yeah. Fight, fight, know how to fight number one? Fight number one? Yeah, it happens, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the business. Like, bro, the fuck what? You want the easy-ass road for all the wrestler boys? I don't, but I think yeah, it's not the happen. first three or four fights should be against guys that are, like, have as little experience as you, kind of. And nah, like, not really. Well, yeah, if you have 20 years of wrestling experience. Uh, good point. You're making oh, oh, solid, uh, yeah. solid points. At the same you know time, I mean? uh, yeah, at the same time, like, Aaron Pico's first fight was at Madison Square Garden against, against a guy that was, like, 10 and 6, and, yeah. he, brought, and he lost. And uh, now he's doing great, but he basically went into um, uh, the amateurs as as a pro. You know, like if you, have, you have, I think it's important to have amateur fights. Some of these wrestlers don't want to have amateur fights, and I think that's I think that, that that's an issue. Or boxing. Well, because they view their wrestling matches as fights, they kind of think that way a lot of times. Well, no, not always. Yeah. Like I, I figure guys think, okay, well, a wrestling match that's like a fight with no punches. Like it is a fight. So you got what six minutes to make to make something happen, right? Okay, so MMA is much different. Five minute rounds, especially, right? Yeah. That's like one whole period. That's basically a whole match for you if you're just wrestling, right? But the pace of MMA is very different. The pace and of also, MMA. Also, I think the thoughts going through your head too of like I can get knocked out. Uh, yeah, uh, but after a while, that just just is natural. Like you like realize like where to stay out of the zone. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm saying, not, that's, with, that's with experience. If you have no yeah, experience, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. But so what, I, what I'm saying is, is that if a guy can't get by a dude, like a bunch of kickboxing fights and no wrestling experience, if he can't use his art to, to beat somebody who can only punch and kick, I mean, that's a fair fight. If you got 10 years yeah. of kickboxing, right. And I, and, and you got 10 years of wrestling. All right. Well then there you go. That's fucking pretty fair. That's like UFC one. Yeah, I know, I know, but we're also assuming that the guy's got 10 years of kickboxing. I'm saying a lot of these guys are going up against guys who are just like mixed martial artists. But I would wager the guy that, uh, oh, who were you talking about before? Bryce. Oh, uh, Bryce, Bryce, Pico. Uh, Bryce. Bill, what, Bill, what were you saying, Bill? The, you're saying this was his first MMA fight was a pro bout? Yeah, a lot of these guys. A lot yeah. of these wrestlers, oh, they, 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 don't, they don't do amateurs. I, I mean, look, there's a whole argument against amateur fighting in general because huh. there are guys that, like, get permanently fucking injured amateurs. Yeah. And, they, and then they didn't get even get paid. Uh, there's a yeah. lot of, like, there's a lot of bullshit amateur promotions that, like, will throw in a fucking monster against you. And, uh, you know, and also you're not getting paid. You're, you're doing yeah. it for free. You're making some promoter money. You're not even, you know, you're not even paying for your camp. And then there are guys that, like, full t- – I mean, I, I read an article a while back in Vegas. A guy basically, like, fucking brain started bleeding. It was just, like, just bad. It was all – the commission's bad. So there's an argument against amateur fighting. However – same thing with football, right? Like, like, take your senior year off because you can get fucked up your senior year and never play again. 
you might as well go into the draft early, you know? But, but at the same time, and there are guys who spend too much time with the amateurs. They spend, yeah. like, these guys who are, like, professional amateurs in some ways. They had 30 fucking amateur fights. You're like, all right, we get it, you know? Um, but at the same time, I think that, like, when you're throwing in – as a wrestler, you know, when you're throwing in kicks – and a lot of these wrestlers, like Bryce or, 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 or uh, Pico, they fall in love with striking right away. It's the new toy. So they get in there, they go, I can't wait to knock somebody the fuck out. And then, you know, other guys like Chad Mendez, who kind of their first 10 fights were just wrestle facts. But they, anyway, uh, let's talk about a couple things. Uh, Mayhem, you were hilarious last week because I blocked you on Twitter and then you posted that I blocked you. So just so you know. I just wanted to uh, be transparent with the uh, United States of America. Come back under duress uh, to MMA roasted. So what happened was Mayhem was uh, back in the day. He, he was, you know, before he went to jail the second time uh, or the third, whatever time. Uh, he, he, he came on one of my Zoom shows started heckling me. Uh, no, no, no. That's not the way it happened, okay? What happened was you had some poor girl on the Zoom show just dying. And I was like, man, let me just help her out and fucking fuck up the whole show right now. She was like, uh, uh, talking to her hairbrush or something. You know what I mean? She felt awkward. I felt fucking awkward. And I realized that, hey, I'm unmuted. Okay, so you were drunk yelling Adam Hunter's penis into a fucking show. <laughs> oh, I said, for no, Adam Hunter's penis! For no fucking reason. Adam Hunter's penis! While you were like drinking a 40 and a 7-Eleven. Or something. It was like ah, it was like we were, PM, first of all. Okay. What? Ir- Irvine doesn't have no fucking like seven eleven on the corner. And you were, I mean, and it was like Adam Hunter's penis while your little friend was giggling in the corner. Uh, yeah. uh, so yeah. I was like, you know what? I don't no. need any of this shit. We were tag teaming you, bro. <laughs> he was saying penis, he was saying penis. We were like run DMC of penis. For the record, that sounds like an actually funny Zoom show for once. No, it no. Was, it was yeah, bad. it was worth it. It was worth it. It I wasn't, got it was, it wasn't the same mayhem right now. Like, it was basically. It was like, kind of the same it mayhem. Like, it was, all right. Okay. So I was like, I, I'm done with this guy. Like, so then I blocked you. And then when you were like, I, I forgot how many things I blocked you on. Like, I blocked you on like farmers only, like things that we're not even friends on. <laughs> wow, so, then, wow. so I unblocked you. Uh, and just so you know, by the way, you went to Bellator last week. I got you tickets or, or you got tickets. What happened? Did you go? Nah, allegedly, I was there. Oh, you're not allowed to be. Allowed to be what? what? Why would that be something you'd hide? <laughs> okay. There's all no right. photographic evidence to prove Okay. Out. How, all right. So if you would like. I'm to just kidding. Tickets. It was fucking awesome. A milli, a milli, a milli, a milli, a milli. All right. So you. Oh, my God. A million dollars never came so easy to AJ McKee. Now, how was it for you to be – this is the first time you've been in a MMA, like, a huge event in a while. Uh, yeah, I was, like, in there and out of there like a ghost, bro. Like, I wasn't really, like uh, – Why? Signing autographs. I don't know, because just, you know, that's their show. That was uh, – so Did you get, like – did you get the butterflies? Did you get, did you get the uh, yearning to be back in that cage? Did you uh, – Yeah. I mean, of course. Like, this feels, like, nice, this area. <laughs> You know what I mean? This warm, uh, uh, this warm, fuzzy space in the center of the room where everybody watch you bleed. Yeah, and you bleed. <laughs> oh man, uh, it, it, yeah, it's exciting. And uh, to see AJ, you know, the million dollars. You know, after taxes, they're gonna chop that shit up, motherfucker. Well, I mean, I made it look easy. I mean, the fact that he, I mean, Pitbull, dude, was Pitbull is an animal. I know for real. Like, we, how do we not Pitbull it earlier, Pitbull? Uh, Have you been writing I mean, Pitbull jokes all day? I, I just started writing them. 
I actually wrote one for Pitbull that he did on uh, Sports Center because uh, Snoop. Do it as him. Do it as him with the accent. Go. No, he was like. He said something, something like Snoop Dogg said he was going to lose. And I'm like, uh, Snoop Dogg, if you ever boxed, it'd be your first hit in 20 years or something. So I, I, I wrote that for him. And then it fucking blew up, went viral. Um, and then everyone's like, Pitbull's the funniest comic. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, so I, I'm super happy for AJ. He says that basically he wants to renegotiate and that there aren't many guys from the beat and bell tour. I want to see him in the UFC. Uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like it, right? That's the natural progression. I'm sorry, uh, Bill, to step on you. I mean, no, no. That, yeah, go ahead. He's unbelievable. Uh, have you guys been watching the college wrestling at all? I'm going to call them the uh, Olympic wrestling. Well, Man, I'll be honest. I didn't know it started. Fuck. I, I saw that, that, that woman win the gold medal, and, I, and this is not like a comment or anything. I literally thought, I was like, why, is that guy, why does that guy have like uh, that hairstyle? I was like, that's a weird hairstyle for a guy. And I had no idea she was what she's a very attractive woman. I'm not saying anything, but I was confused at first. But she right. won the gold, and she was awesome. She's very yeah. She, she, yeah, she was a badass. Uh, she's a badass. Super, super good. Uh, this guy Gable Stevenson. He I remember watching him in college wrestling, and he was like a heavyweight bully. Like he was like they were saying he's the next big thing. I think his freshman year he took third or fourth. But then he went to the Olympics instead of a sophomore year. The guy is a fucking monster. He's in like. I think he's in the finals tonight. Uh, he hasn't had a, a point scored on him. He won 10 wow. nothing and 5 nothing, And he's a bull. He could do backflips, like full-on backflips after he wins. Like he's, he's – I think he's like half black, just a fucking beast. Half amazing. Fast. And uh, this guy – his parents obviously re- like knew wrestling. He was named Gable. Um, and he's just murdering people. And he wants to go into the WWE. Which oh, is really? Like, yeah, he he like he's friends with Brock. He went to Minnesota, University of Minnesota. I want to see how he would do at MMA though, because this dude has uh, he's next level. So you're talking about Thomas Gilman? Wait, no, no, Thomas Gilbert won. This guy, yeah. this guy Gable Stevenson. Man, uh, Risako Kawaii. No, no let me see. I, from Japan, bro. From no, Japan. No, I'm looking at the pictures right now. You know that that's how they Adam did he win now. a medal. He's he's going tonight. Um, for, for what medal? The gold? For the heavyweights, for the gold. Oh, shit. And, 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 he's, and he's a mean dude. Like, he's yeah. like one of these dudes that, like, uh, basically, like, he was telling the guy, here, I'll show you, uh, let me see if, if I could uh, share this. Boom. <laughs> so this is, this is the kind of athleticism this dude has. He's next level, dude. Uh, and, and he was like, and, and he's kind of an asshole, too. So not an asshole, but like a mean, like he was like, come on, come back here kind of thing. Like he was, so, all right. So can you guys see? Yeah, I can see it. Right here. This is the kind of athleticism this dude has. I'll show you guys. Oh man, he's just going to do a backflip, huh? I want to see this motherfucker like, dude, what the shit? Holy shit. Simone Biles ain't got shit on this big man. Oh, that's why you want to show up. Gable Davidson. Oh just my to watch God. And warm up. That's a lifetime of being on the mat right there, man. Oh, uh, man. How about show me him slamming somebody on their head? Because that dude looks like a dumb. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. He looks yeah. like the peak professional oh, fitness. How do, I, how, 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 how do I stop the shit? I don't know, man, but that shit is real annoying. Uh, I hope we get copyright struck and taken down. Right. Oh, you, Bill Dawes hung up. That's how much the, the, that annoyed everybody. <laughs> hold on. Gail Stevenson highlights. Hold on. Yeah, Thanks, bud. 
Are we uh, gonna get YouTube taken down though? It's gonna be know. someone else's bullshit. We gotta like put your hand in front of it or something. It'll, it'll be worth it. Uh, just I, I just, I just want to show you like this freaking it's the Olympics, bro. You don't want to fuck with the Olympics, dude. You get no, screwed. like but this is oh, oh, They'll take that. They'll take that mirror right off the back of the They'll take it down. Can you can I see? Oh, that was yeah. dope, bro. Oh yeah, no Eminem though. Ah, you're gonna get taken down, bro. Ooh, nice. nice, nice. All right, let's see this motherfucker. Oh, oh. Give me that leg. Huh? Get on the ground. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Little hip bump. Uh, that's a showman, huh? Yeah, he's over it. This guy is a fucking beast, huh? He wears everybody out, huh? Yeah. These are like late round stuff that he's doing. Alright, so I mean, what do you, uh, I mean, what do you think? How good would that guy be in MMA? Jason? Who knows? Who knows? How's he do getting punched in the face? And how how much can he learn to dance now? You know what I mean? Like, does he have a mindset of can he just be a wrestler? You know what I mean? Can he, you know, so learn a new round off, off? Learn Seriously. a new backflip? You know what I mean? Double leg, like different from standing up high. No sing low singles. Like it's it's a different sport with no shoes. So you're coaching that guy. What's the first thing you do? The first. Oh man, you know, just give him like an overall test of like uh, knowledge of how he thinks he should fight, kind of. That way, I know where I'm starting from. You know, like, all right, show me your stance. Show me if you're gonna fight this bag right here or this dude. You know what I mean? Put your hands up and move around so I can watch their footwork and what they think about fighting. You know, to depend on like what stage I have to start him at. You know what I mean? Some like that guy knows how to move. Like he 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 won't. Uh, he'll already have kind of a wrestling stance. I'm like, yo, give me your wrestling stance and then bring it up a, like half step, a half foot. You know what I mean? Like stand up more straight so you can punch and kick, you know? Yeah. But, um, but some people don't even know how to walk. You know what I mean? So you got to start from have, one. Are there people who, in terms of like having a chin, are there people who have a natural, is that a genetic thing? I think so, yeah. There's some about a thick ass fucking head. You know what I mean? Like can you train that, can you train your neck to, to be able yeah, to like, yeah. The Polish, like, the, in, the, in Poland, the best thing I think I took out of there was an elbow. But there's also another thing where you do the workout before before uh, practice. You lay on the ground, and everybody counts 30. I think I learned how to count in Polish, but I don't remember how. Okay, But it's like, you know, 30 this way, 30 this way, you know what I mean? Uh, 30 this way and 30 this way, you know, and you just keep going around the circle. Everyone's laid down. <laughs> yeah, so how, would you, how do you not like for a guy like that right because i feel like there's like two schools of coaching and I, i'm with the second i think there's like the coach edmund school of coaching where you like break the guy down and, and build him back up it seemed like he was doing that with rondo a little bit and it was like Ugh. and then there's like the i uh, maybe the greg jackson of like let's work with your strengths and let's let's see what, what we can do if, if it ain't broke don't fix it kind of a thing um how do you like a guy like that, how, how would you use his wrestling as an advantage, basically? Oh, man. I mean, this would be all day getting in on that single. Like, that would be the first something. Like, showing him different looks, like hook, like guys that do hooks, guys that throw uppercuts, guys who throw kicks. You know, show him all that variety over the course of a training camp. 
and then like have him find where to catch that single leg. Cause that's a, you know, that's sick that he can just grab a dude's leg and yank it up. Like even a guy's fighting all, with all his might the other way, you just bring it up to here. This is a, this is an impressive skill. Like throw that away would be, you know, silly. They said he's but, like a 125 pounder in a heavyweight body. That's what I mean. Yeah. He moves real yeah. fluid, like sharp, you know, came Velasquez in the younger days. Like, uh, it kind of like, reminds like, me of a little scramble. bit of, like a, of a hybrid between, Cormier and Velasquez. Right. I know. It's some kind of weird genetic mutant variant that was born in San Jose out of the sewers <laughs> of the street. I, I mean, I as know. much as like, I'd be happy for him, and I'm sure WWE fans would love him. Um, I would yeah, like- that would be a safe, fast career. You know, you don't got to really fucking – I mean, you got to get hit and take damage to make the show look really good. It's fucking, you know, WWE. But I think that the, the – their uh, injuries in that sport are more predictable in MMA. Like you don't know what the fuck can happen. You know, yeah, it's uh, a little more difficult being unscripted. I wonder which is a harder career though, because like you go like what, 300 days out of the year in WWE. Yeah, I know. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's where the injuries come from. Like overuse injury, you know? Yeah. So we got people commit suicide. I mean, it's, there's, it's pretty fucking reckless, you know? I, it seems like a lot of the older guys, I feel like they may, they may have made it a little better now. I'm now, a lot of motherfuckers made it to the other side. Rick Flair still, woo! <laughs> you know I mean? Like, he's out there, you know? So, like, uh, I, I just, like, you know, just happy to see that kind of thing. Who do we got on the we show? Got, we have a guy right now, Bryce Meredith. This um, is him? Oh, yeah. man, bro, you changed your style, bro. You look totally oh, what's up right now, bro. You I look know. perfect. You're oh, my God. Oh, darky, huh? Yeah, oh, my yeah. God. With, frosted with, uh, look at his chin. Adam, oh, my God. Bryce, you're here with Mayhem Miller. You know, you know Mayhem Miller? Bryce? Uh, I think so. Bryce, he used to host Bully Beatdown. Uh, he was in the UFC. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was in the uh, fucking to? head. And now nobody recognizes me at all because I shaved my – yeah, exactly. God bless yeah, yeah. you. You're, with, you're also with Bill Hey, man, Mott. you're looking good. The bald head's good. Thanks, yeah, I like it too. Looks good. Yeah, good dome. I'm cosplaying so, as my favorite character. So, so Bryce Meredith is a guy that I used to watch – you know, I, I, I'm not as big as a wrestling fan as I should, but I always watched the NCAAs. And every year I'd watch this, this kid from Wyoming. Uh, he was like the only guy on the team that would always make the, the finals every time. Uh, just, and just kick ass in the NCAAs. Just, just, and now he's, he's made the transition to pro. One of the, one of the greatest uh, college wrestlers out there. Um, and now, and now how does it feel to be a pro, man, a pro fighter? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy. I kind of joke uh, since I got paid a little bit in wrestling, and now I got paid in MMA. I'm a two-sport athlete. So if anybody wants to come at me, no, I'm just I want to sponsor you for paddleboarding. Hey, there you go. Paddleboarding, shirt off. surfing. Hey, I can take it off. <laughs> no, no, no. You guys want to do it for the Zoom? No, no, no. <laughs> Two hours now, now, you yeah. were obviously a monster in wrestling. How did it feel to have your first LFA fight? Man, it was good. I was surprised how similar it felt, to be honest. I thought I was going to get some crazy different uh, feelings or emotions or rush, but I think maybe just the fact that I put a lot of pressure on all, all my wrestling matches, and it's kind of like I've always thought it's do or die in a wrestling match as well. I know fighting, you know, two weeks out, you're like, shit, I hope I don't get kicked in the face. So your brain does a little bit more stuff, but it felt way more similar than I thought. Um, and honestly, man, I just feel – I always say, like, I just feel like I'm a drug addict for experiences. I just want to feel experiences, right? I just want to feel new things. And there's not a lot of people in this world that are ever going to say that they got to feel an experience of getting actually locked into a cage, fighting a guy. It's not, it's not a bar fight, you know? It's not like you're juiced up on liquor and mad at somebody. 
it's something where you're, you're focused, you train for it. And that's quite a different experience than what most people get to feel. So as a human, I'm like, let's do it, man. Let's keep doing stuff like that. Now, there was a lot of pressure on you. You were a minus 3,000 favorite. Um, yeah. What, what's that? Is that, is that his fight? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, I was trying to watch this joker. Okay. So, all right. So, you were a minus you – were a, no, you were – I'll unmute you. But you were a minus 3,000 favorite going in. Uh, obviously, you had a lot of pressure on you. You think maybe you were a little too striking heavy because you got caught. And, I, yeah. and and you scared the shit out of me. Uh, that yeah. I, what was that like getting caught? Um. So I mean, I think it goes two ways, right? I think uh, a lot of my coaches and a lot of you know people that are watching, they were like, "Man, I'm actually very impressed that you try to throw hands as long as you did." And like, that's really cool to see because most of the time when we watch wrestlers, they run out there, they throw one punch and they do a takedown and then they ground and pound. So they're like, "That was really cool to see you uh, being brave enough to do that," because uh, we don't see that a lot in wrestlers. And then they're like, but also, don't forget, you spend a lot of time wrestling. Like, don't, don't fucking do too much, you know what I mean? But for me, all right, I understand that losing and you have to protect your record in MMA and all these kinds of stuff, right? But I think people are so afraid of losing in MMA. They drop out of fights. They do this. They do that. They're so afraid of losing. Where for me, I've been training at that time. My last wrestling match was December 18th. I fought five months later. I'm doing a pro, my first professional fight against a guy that has 11 pro fights, five first round finishes. I'm going out there. I don't think he, he's obviously not a world beater. I'm going to go try to figure out how I get to throw hands against somebody that's a little bit lower level. Because if I go out there and I take somebody down in my first four fights, three fights, whatever, and I beat the shit out of them, you're going to run into somebody that it's pretty hard to take them down. And then you're going to get pulled into the striking game. And if you've never done it in a real fight, it's going to surprise you. Why do you think you. you got caught in that first round with that shot? Uh, I think I didn't respect his hands really at all. So I know, I was, specifically. Yeah, so like, I specifically. Yeah, like, specifically, what, the, what I, did you do wrong? I threw, I threw my right hand, and I, and I was switching stances right in front of him and right when he was backing up. And that's kind of what happened. I was like, oh, I'm going to hit him. Oh, shit, he's far away. And so I'm switching stances right in front of him. Right Maybe in the with a check hook or was it a cross? Yeah, yeah, it was like they even call it like a windshield wiper. Like it was thrown from his hip. So, like, I really didn't see it at all, which, you know, that's my fault, too. But it also did come from a weird angle. Because yeah. at first I got really mad. You know what I mean? I was really mad at myself. But then I was like, you know. Well, you said it yourself. Happen. The guy has 10, 11 fights, right? So yeah, man. So, specifically, so he's been in there throwing hands for, like, what, 10 times longer than you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so he knows these little tricks. And he knows uh, to take advantage of when you switch stance, you know? Absolutely. Like, he's, he was savvy. He was crafty. But it was nice to see you, like, affect the rest, like, clear your head, wake up, and fucking get to wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was good. We all know you're a wrestler, bro. Like, the whole world is going to, like, go, oh, shit. This guy is going to try to take me down because you should be dumping guys on their head. Like, that's yep. your skill set. You know what I mean? And, you know, in the meantime, figure out boxing, kickboxing. Figure you, it out, boy. Were you, you know, nervous like, when he had you in a uh, guillotine? Um, I, it wasn't that tight. And then I remember once he figured forward my body, I, like, kind of, like, looked up or whatever, and I saw – I could see the time, and there was, like, three and a half minutes left, and I go, fuck, I don't really want to be here for three and a half minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it wasn't that tight, but I was like, I don't want to be here for three and a half minutes, so we better start getting out of this. So that was more – uh, you know, just because, like, as a wrestler, we don't have people on our throats for three and a half minutes at a time. That's more a jujitsu thing. I feel like still, even to this day, like, I get a little claustrophobic almost sometimes when I'm in there. 
if somebody's yeah. on my throat for a little bit too long. So now it wasn't that it was tight, but I was just like, and I knew he's, I mean, he's a five eleven guy. All his five, five first round finishes are, you know, from like guillotines and stuff. And so I said, let's not get put in a guillotine. And then when I get, was right in the fucking guillotine, I'm like, dang it. Fucking everything that could go wrong. Everything that could go it was. wrong. Yeah, it but was. you won. Yeah, it was. But you won, though, man. Yeah, yeah, you got the job. win. And, I, and you what? You got a lot of experience out of it. Yeah. I mean, shit. And, and Those are training you, camps for MMA, bud. And it shows your heart. <laughs> now, you're, you're at the MMA lab. Uh, yep. you're, you're with O'Malley, Ben Henderson, uh, uh, that other, uh, Casey Kenny, Kyler Phillips, you got some badasses with you. Um, yep. what's it like training with O'Malley? Um, so O'Malley is to the point where he kind of does his own thing minus, um, uh, how do I put this? He's only there like half the time, you know what I mean? Cause the other half the time he's kind of doing his own thing with his own striking coaches and stuff. But, uh, he's a, he's a really nice guy. Uh, like, you know, I never, you never been working with him though. Cause O'Malley oh, yeah. is like body type of that guy that you fought. Like it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Style. Like I said, O'Malley's not coming in and giving me rounds. Like, oh, you know, okay. like it's, it's, it's his camp. So when it's his camp, he's doing it, but he does a lot of jujitsu and stuff most of the time. So we roll a lot more than that's what I'm uh, saying. we've ever definitely get with them, bro. Like that, yeah, that's absolutely. a great training partner. Yeah. yeah. But you know how people are when they, I mean, you know, my main training partners are the Casey Kenny's, the Kyler Phillips, um, you know, and other people like that. So, who you know what I mean? Those guys. Was it was it humbling for you at all, like to go into a camp where like you're so good at one thing, then you gotta like kind of start from ground zero and learn everything else? Yeah, man. And uh, also, I I wasn't I'm because I don't I'm not like a crazy crazy fan of you of UFC or MMA. You know, like I watch it a lot and I really enjoy it. So when I first got there, I I wasn't really sure how good these guys actually were. And they were really fucking good. So I was like, whoa, like, what's going on here? You know what I mean? I'm like, these people are that good. And then everybody's like, yo, dude, they're like, you have three guys that are top 20 in the UFC on your team. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that makes a lot more sense then. You know what I mean? Because cause how it is, is it's not, it's not point wrestling anymore. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a different kind of control. They don't have shoes on. That was really surprising. You know, not being able to finish single legs without, with the shoes on. Um, the cage obviously is a completely different thing. Of course, you can get hit in the head, but naturally, you you knew those ones going into it. I think the shoes and the cage were really, really surprising to me. Well, they said the same um, thing about you, by the way, because I asked, "What's it like wrestling with them?" And they're like, "Dude, there's nobody in the world better." They, they said this. They they said the same thing about you. They said that you fuck them all up wrestling, and that uh, it's like not fun to wrestle against you. So uh, that's you know. nice of them. <laughs> I mean, so Bryce, Bryce what discipline? Uh, you want to expand the most with? Is it your kickboxing, your Muay Thai, your jiu-jitsu? What do you look at and go, this is where I'm weakest? Um, I mean, naturally, naturally, you would have to say just my kickboxing, just because I haven't done anything. And jiu-jitsu and wrestling are similar enough, so you kind of pick up on it. But, I mean, it's gotten to the point nowadays where it is mixed martial arts. It used to be you could be a wrestler with good boxing and pretty much get away with it. But now everybody's so good everywhere. So, oh, Bryce, um, welcome to the 21st century. I know. <laughs> I know. But you know, so wait, uh, did you guys just get like Wi-Fi out there, like just uh, Wyoming? You know, you guys get a uh, cable 56k. We <laughs> me. <laughs> 
Hey, man. Welcome I'm to Wyoming, bitch. Out, out on the ranch, baby. We don't yeah. Have I knew you had it in you. Well, man, I'm yeah. coming to Jackson Hole pretty soon, bud. I'll see you all hey. there. Hey, that's uh, that's like the New York of Wyoming. That's New York yeah, exactly. City. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. The, that's yeah, a beautiful of, place. Speaking of Wyoming, so in high school, you were a four-time state champion. Uh, then you go uh, to college, and you're 15 and 6 as a freshman, but you're not in the starting lineup. Uh, that's, that was at NC State, right? No, that's actually not true. So sometimes that story gets a little bit twisted. Uh, what happened? Um, so I, I was the starter at 133. And then um, there, I, was the, I was a starter all year at 133. And then at 141 was this kid named Sam Spino and then Kevin Jack. And Kevin Jack was actually, uh, you know, second string or red shirt, whatever you want to say. And then Sam Spino got mono a month before nationals. And that's when Kevin Jack stepped in and then he all American. So I was never even at 41. Me and Ke- that they, they like kind of hyped the story up in a different manner than it actually was. Right. Um, because I, I actually was on my way of transferring before he even all Americans. It said you but, got homesick and that yeah. you were like crying every day. And yeah, right. uh, uh, <laughs> what, what, what happened? I mean, like, no, man, honestly, the coaches were actually very surprised when I said, I want to go home. Cause I, they were like, what? You seem like you like it out here. Like you seem like you've been having fun. And I'm like, I, I do. And I, I love those coaches. I love it. But for me, I feel like I left because the idea of leaving, Oh, well, you have to go somewhere else. Oh, you have to go to this East coast school. You have to do this. And I, and even on my visit, I knew I was making the decision for the wrong reasons. I was just doing it because I felt like I needed to do it. Right. And then, so once I got out there my freshman year, I look back at home, I got, all my friends that are non-wrestlers going to the University of Wyoming, all my wrestling friends that were on the team, uh, my family. And I'm like, why am I out here? Just like wasting – because like you're, you're creating a whole life in college, right? Like it's a, an important five years of your life. And I'm like, why am I creating a life out here that I don't actually care about when I could be back home with the people that I actually enjoy? I'm and, still in college, bro, every day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I had a very similar experience. Uh, but now, nice. as a, now as a as a sophomore, you go from being ranked thirty one in the country to number five. You enter the you enter NCAA's as a fourteenth seed and took second. Yeah, you proved everybody wrong. And then you were you lost to Dean Hill in the finals, but you yep. were up. But then they called a stalemate. What a bunch of and stalling on you. That's I know how much of bullshit that was. Yeah, there was a couple. There was a couple of positions that, you know, I wish it could have gone a little bit differently, or the ref could have let it play it out a little bit differently. But, you know, wait, whatever, fuck it. You know how it is. Um, <laughs> honestly, but, moving on. We're moving but, on. Man, from well, that. Man, well, this guy has like the worst. He has like the best worst luck because then he goes against this guy uh, Tana, against Tana Lost, right? Yeah. Tanny, you were up five four, and then it looked like you got the reversal the last second, and then they didn't, uh, they didn't fucking give that to you. No, uh, no, no, I got cradled right at the end. Oh, they're fucking oh, hating okay. on the Chads. That's what it is. Yeah, That's what this is all about. Then Ivy League Cornell and two from Wyoming. Yeah, yeah. Ivy League fuck motherfuckers. Then, it, then you get there, <laughs> then, then you go up against. A guy, Yanni Yakamala, Yanni, who's like the best wrestler in the world right now. Yeah. Uh, yep. This guy's a two-time world champion, four-time state champion. I was surprised you made the weight kind of like you looked fucking hulky compared hey. to that guy. Yeah. That's like, what a, a lot way. of people a lot of people said. Um, Maybe you're just like was, spread out. 
Like he's yeah, a yeah. shorter human, you know, like you're yeah, like, I, mean, I, only, I only was like 149, 150 in college to 141. So really wasn't that bad. I'm like a lean 149, but still it wasn't, everybody always like, damn, what the hell are you cutting from? And I'm like, yeah, you no, he's just like, look, maybe the camera adds 10 pounds on you and his Boom. olive skin doesn't got, come off right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it was just like, you look pretty juiced up, like raw. Oh, he ran a couple of times. It was nice to see, like yeah, uh, fucking. And yeah, I was on EPOs. EPOs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you swell up. You're gonna poke you with a balloon, and you'll pop. Popped oh, out. No, uh, but then, then your senior fun. year, you're against Gatiana. You're undefeated. You're up four to two, and then like one minute left, you got revert. Like fuck. Like you're right there, man. I mean, you're ob- obviously. Yeah. You're you're like, you're right there. I mean, you, you, for sure. I mean, no, but now he's right here, bro. He's at the beginning of his MMA career, okay? That 1-0, he's doing it. He's living the dream right now. He's transitioned, bro. It's crazy. Like, we've seen it before our eyes. He went from a wrestler to a mixed martial artist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Uh, now, we, 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 we have to watch some of your highlights. And I, I, bro, that was the perfect time. You should have let that music play, bro. Uh, there, uh, there, uh, there, uh, there. Uh, Edit that shit. You got you to gotta show me some of this, dude. Uh, all right, so this because some of these moves, I don't even. I'm a wrestling coach, and I'm like, I don't even know how to teach this. Like, no, I, no. I told you, I was up. So, so by the way, shit, Bryce, yeah. Bryce canceled on me nine weeks in a row on the podcast. Cool, no, cool. you and, did and too. I was, and I, I was up like for six hours watching these moves, going, "How the fuck did he get this?" Look, look at this monster. Bro, I'm trying to bump that music, bro. What's wrong with you? Turn it up. Bump that shit. Hold on. So, I mean, that, that guy didn't even uh-huh. shoot on you. Man, How what did you take him down from a... You just groomed him on the ground. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you, you, you love running this. You have an arm That's all bar. This is a dick by the way. Yeah, straddle or something. What is this called? That's an arm bar half. That's all I run. Yeah. Oh my god! You wrenched the dams. Oh my! The cops did that shit to me before. Yeah, you ran the armbar half on all these people, dude. Like yeah. and made it and like made it look easy, Bryce. Hey man, you bring me out for a clinic hey, for your club. He's Pay fortnighting him right now. He's fortnighting him again. Look, deep straight. Oh Jesus, beast! Oh, oh, dude, you're now you're fighting yourself like Bruce Lee. <laughs> Look, I mean, you you go, you got the other armbar, and then you go to uh, half, and then you stack them. Man, yeah. how do you make this style up, dude? Like that's some weird thing you're doing, bud. Like that's cool, man. You, you bar Thanks. the arm up, and then just rock. Man, you do that and jump behind is slick too. Yeah. That's nice, bro. Dosi do. Dosi do. <laughs> Bob and weave, stick and move. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're fluid what the fuck with is this. That. Yeah, you can learn to box, bro. <laughs> you can learn to kickbox like that if you. You know, it's like you made up your own style, sort of, in wrestling already. You got so the you're arm bar, and you're running half on the other side. Yep. That's Maybe. mostly what I'm always Maybe. doing. There's a couple of tricks, too, that I, I can show you someday. But oh, oh, here's an escape. Oh, nice. Man, that was gymnastic. Oh, that, too. Yeah, that was great, man. These are so and fluid. Don't forget, this is all college. This isn't high yeah. school. I don't even know what yeah. that is. What was that? <laughs> I, I don't know what that, that was, either. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what is I, this? Oh. Nice. That's when I scramble. I try to get up between the middle of the legs, honestly. That's like my goal. Uh, you beat the NC State guy, bro. That was where I went to wrestling camp. Hey, man. So I went to NC State. Now. I, I think we all that. Looks we like still be friends. 
So, so, uh, so Jason, hello. Yeah, what, uh, what, what, uh, after watching some of those highlights, what advice would you give to this? Uh, I mean, look, we got a great wrestling, but we already know that we're not telling nothing. We don't know with that video, except that like the tech specific techniques used are beautiful. You know, like he, he, he's got it down, you know, but, um, you know, mixed martial arts is different. There's going to be higher body lock takedowns involved. You know what I mean? Getting into a single is a transition to like getting to the waist a lot of times or to punching, you know, there's a lot of variety that you can throw in with your God given talents and, and your hard earned skill where, you, you know, you can develop your own style that a mixed martial art, everyone pretty much does over the course of your, your training, learning from, you know, different senseis. And suddenly you get yourself a, a skill set. And it sounds like you've, you've landed into a good camp, although, you know, yeah, one, one guy's the star of the camp. It's kind of hard to, you know, no, no, that's just oh, right. like his own thing. It's not the star of the camp. Oh, like, oh, oh. Basically like a... Okay, great, great. Yeah, well, yeah, so, you know... Yeah, you, look, you I, I also want to put it this way, too, man. There's there's two guys that are ranked higher on my team mm. than O'Malley right now, which is crazy, right? I, he's the star. And I like I said, I, I enjoy O'Malley. He's been a great guy. But I got two guys on my team that are currently ranked higher. Who? Which yeah. is fucking Kyler Phillips and Casey Kenny. Wow. Or we're at... Or were in the last two months. And then you also, have ben, you also have Ben Henderson as one of your head coaches. Yeah, uh, Benson uh, Henderson. Jared Cannoneer's out there, too, damn. man. There's some. Yeah, but if you can't learn every man in there, you know what I mean? I don't know right? what you're doing, all right? Exactly, bro. Now, 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 Bryce, how hard – now, a lot of your stuff, I, I would assume, is, like, very funk-based, it looked like. A lot of um, – what – have you picked up jiu-jitsu pretty easily? Uh, yeah, it's so good. So if I start in your I, guard, how long is it going to take you to stand up? Mm, I don't know. You're pretty good. I don't know. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. Yeah. If I let you well, okay. So this is this is how I this how I like doing MMA grappling, right? Where yeah. there's where I actually got my gloves on. I don't I don't like just doing straight up jujitsu yeah, where I'm yeah. rolling around on my yeah. neck and shit because which is good. I mean, we do it sometimes too, but I really enjoy MMA grappling where it's kind of wrestling. It's kind of punching. punching. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of that because that's what I'm trying. I'm not trying to become the best jujitsu player in the fucking world. I don't care about jujitsu like that but i, well, do but I bro listen you're throwing back. away you're throwing away a shit ton of techniques then because if you don't like bro you get on people's back so good it'll no, be a shame no, no, for you not to learn how to snatch his neck and choke him it'll be oh, a shame for you not to learn you know, all right let him take jason let him this is our guest let him, i invite him on the show let's i know i know but i'm like getting fired up right now this guy, <laughs> hates this guy fucking hates jujitsu now that's not what i said I okay. did not. I said I don't want to be the best jujitsu player in the world. I think you could be if you wanted. That's all I'm well, saying. Well, thanks. No, I appreciate that. I love jujitsu. I think it's great. But what were you saying, Bryce, before you got interrupted, please? Um, I'm just saying I really enjoy MMA grappling, and I really enjoyed using wrestling and fighting and jujitsu all at the same time, where it's, you know what I mean? Because it is different, where, yeah, I don't know. I actually don't know where I was at before that. What's but. it? submissions would you like to get i mean as a jiu-jitsu guy or just as a submission wrestler what do you go yeah, for back control is one that i've really tried to get very good at um i think back retention which you know what i mean staying on people's back is very very uh it's more difficult in jiu-jitsu because they can use their back and start sliding out and doing all that kind of stuff so i'm trying to learn a lot of back retention and then front headlock choking you know where this anaconda darces all that kind of stuff just because I'm always trying to wrestle, I'm trying to snap them back into front headlocks, and I'm trying to keep them there in a bad position. So for me, that's where I've really, really enjoyed. And then a lot of, you know, 
a lot of defense too. You know, people are very good at heel hooks and leg locks and everything like that. So now you have to, you have to play that game. I mean, I mean, even Dillashaw, right. Against Corey Sanhagen, like he got his knee popped, you know, in the first period. So it's like you, you cannot neglect anything anymore. And that's kind of where, that's kind of what, I, and I know I don't, I know you guys probably are wanting more specific answers, but it's literally every single day we are working on so many important certain things. It's like, you know, twice a day, every single day we are doing either jujitsu or striking or wrestling and striking. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's good. It's been fun. Now, how was uh, Egypt? Why were you in Egypt? Uh, we just went. So there's only like a couple of days of the year that you're allowed to skydive over the pyramids. And uh, so a couple of my friends were, you know, they were really big on that and they wanted oh, to go. Man. So we we're like, let's fucking, let's send it. And then we went out there. It was, it was really fun. Uh, Egypt's a really beautiful place, but everything is like six hours away. So it's like, you see, you see the pyramids, then you got to drive six hours to the next temple. Then it's six hours to the next one. So it's a, if now you're, you're going to go. You're always snowboarding and skydiving. <laughs> As your coach, he must have a heart attack. Uh, yeah, I think sometimes they don't like it. That's for sure. <laughs> but, but hey, man, it's one of those things, uh, you know, at the right time, I don't do it. Obviously, you know, if I'm in camp or whatever and I have the right things to do. But also, you, uh, some people, they, they need those. They need their outlets. And I think that's one of my outlets that if I'm not doing that, even in college, like I tell my college coaches, like, I got to go do this shit. Cause at college, they really try to control you when you're, you know, when you're an MMA, you're an adult, you, you pick what you want to do at the end of the day, but. Right. So you're a fighter. You're, you're one of the best wrestlers. You're, you got the hottest chick I've, I've seen in a while other than my wife. Okay. Uh, I, she, she came to my show. This chick was like out of a fuck, like, like, Amazing body, pretty, cool. Like uh, you go, you go on her Instagram. It's all just her. You know, she's one of those Instagrams, Bill. You know, where you're like, man, who has this life? And What's course, her Instagram? And of course, she's with Bryce. You still the same girl, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Keep hyping her up. Keep hyping yeah, her up. I'll show very, her. This. Very, very attractive woman. I had to like Thank avoid you, eye contact. That like one of those. Yeah. That, like wow. you have to like not even look at her. Adam, how's uh, how's your baby? She's she's great. I have a little yeah. baby, great. And I'm, I'm gonna take her to gymnastics today. Uh, oh, nice. uh, I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you of very course. much. Right? Um, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, does she want to wrestle? Adam, does she want to wrestle? I don't think she, I, she wants to, she wants to tickle. Like, like, <laughs> uh, we start wrestling and then she goes, tickle, tickle, tickle fight, tickle fight. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to try to get her into wrestling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. By the way, what did you think last night of, uh, speaking of wrestling, I was surprised. Oh, yeah, man. Kyle Dake losing 10 nothing. Gosh. Uh, do you think he just got like I think I think 163 is a lot lower than he thinks, right? So 74 kilos is 163 pounds. Um that is I mean I weigh 155 pounds right now. So that guy weighed in 8 pounds heavier than me and has to wrestle an hour later. Like that's freaking low, dude, for those guys. And I remember when I was at the 2019 World Championships as a as a practice partner and stuff and I I warmed up with Jordan before the second day, Jordan Burroughs. And, you know, it, it's, a, it's a weight cut practice and stuff. But I'm like, when I grabbed him, I'm like, oh, crap. Like, like, you're just so much smaller now than what you normally are. Like, you know, when you grab my summer camp or whatever. So I think with Dake, especially the way that he was moving uh, or lack of moving compared to normal, I think just the 163 pull is just really tough on him. So who's um, going to win 74? Um, 
I mean, it's pretty much two Russians now, right? Because yeah. even the Belarusian, even the Belarusian or Belarus, whatever the guy is. Um, I mean, Sidikov's the man, right? So it'd be it'd be crazy to see him lose to a uh, to that guy. But that guy's on right now. I'm really excited. I hope Gable Stevenson wins. I've been waking up at 2.15 watching it. It's been a blast, man. Like, Yeah, that guy, I think, is like what wrestling needs. He's a superstar, that guy. What yeah. the fuck is that guy on, man? He's just like <laughs> – he's got superpowers, dude. He makes yeah, it look so does. easy. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Do you, now, like you say, he might go into WWE, but I would like to see how he does in MMA, right? I mean, this is what I, I get it, right, because he's probably getting offered big contracts already from uh, WWE and stuff. But in my head, I'm like, dude, WWE will be there when you're 33. Like, it's not going anywhere. Like, you can still go become a star in WWE whenever you want. But you're only going to be a, a crazy uh, freak Olympic champion or an MMA champion for, you know what I mean, your younger years of life, most likely. So, I, I have no fucking say, of course, in this guy's life. And, you know, millions of dollars change a lot of different conversations. But... You know, he's so good. He's so talented. I hope Hey, he are you in that. Adam's house right now? What is that in the background? <laughs> no, he's like, in Arizona. What, he's in the Arizona. Same decorator as your wife uses? What are you guys? Yeah, pretty much. He's we, got the, we got the same decorators? The same yeah. couch. Live, laugh, love. Now, 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 now Bryce, um, what was I going to say before? You, you just fucked me up with Adam's house. Uh, I, for, I forgot uh, what it was. We're still uh, talking Olympic wrestling because this guy is expert, so we need a little bit more. Talking about, you're talking about Gable Stevenson. Yeah, Gable Stevenson, his options yeah. to WWE, MMA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, you. it seems like everyone always says, don't be the best person in the room. I, I, I know a disrespect to Wyoming. I'm sure they were awesome. But I, it would be hard for me to be, believe that you were not the best person in the room. But you made it so far being the best person in the room. So do you think it's okay to be the best guy on the, on the uh, team? Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, the good thing about wrestling is you always have some coaches that will whoop your ass. You always have, like, good assistant coaches that are national champs and return national champs. And then when you're a 141-pound guy, there's a lot of dudes that are one weight class, two weight classes bigger than you that will whoop your ass, right? Like, like, you know, that's where it's, like, funny for, like, 135-pounders or whatever, MMA and stuff. Like, yeah, talk our shit. Yeah, we're tough. But at the end of the day, we're only 35 pounds. Like, there's some monsters out there that will right, Listen, I got a couple monsters to fucking for you, bud. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm sorry, pal. Like, I know you're a big drink of water, but there are some absolute <laughs> fucking animals okay. outside of Wyoming, bud. So you were like, saying that the, the older guys, it was the bigger guys would, would, like, put a hurting on you, kind of, or work you good. So that it didn't matter that you were, like, the best technically at, at 141, right? Yeah, for sure. And then, I mean, man, and I'll also say this. College rooms would really surprise you. There's a lot of guys out there that are so good. They just don't know how to do it on the, on the big stage. And, like, that, that's, like, where it's, like, really sad to see or whatever. But, you know, I'd, have, I'd be wrestling guys and have one-point matches, almost overtime goes in our practice matches. And then we'd go out to a tournament, and they'd go, like, 0-2. And, and I'm like, what the heck happened, bro? Like, well, you so have, like, good. a different level of comfort out there. Well, Jason, huh? Absolutely. No, Jason, I'm not trying to insult you at all, but – I, I had heard. Oh, um, oh, listen, I, I have all the insults in my head already that like they're just all percolating. But I had heard before the Bisbing fight, people said that they'd train with you and train with Bisbing, and they were like, they would put their house in the fact that you'd win. Like, yeah, I had a bad night. I had fucking, you know, I was sick or whatever you want to call it, you know. Girl, girl problems, I'm sure. Oh, I mean, yeah. 
you know, that's minor on the bigger, you know, scale of things. But do you think that some nights, I mean, do you think you ever fought in a fight as well as you were capable of fighting? Probably the Robbie Lawler fight, right? Nah, I mean, you know, you always go back and think I could have done this and that better. You know what I mean? Every fight, if you do that, if you live there, you'll be tortured. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, if this guy still worries about losing that fucking uh, NC2A at the damn forum, I mean, uh, garden or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, he's gonna, not going to have a good MMA career. You know, because yeah. he's going to leave that shit in the past. You know yeah. what, though, man? I honestly, like, David Taylor just won the gold medal, right? Wow, I remember watching David Taylor get pinned by Bubba Jenkins. Wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bubba Jenkins, basically, if you don't know the story, Bill, so Bubba was the senior... Taylor was the Penn State freshman. They kicked Bubba off the team for a bunch of things. Then he went to ASU for a year, came back, pinned David Taylor in the NCAA finals with a cradle, which was like Taylor, basically. Now Taylor, and now Bubba's fighting for a million dollars in a couple weeks in the PFL. And Taylor just won the gold medal uh, in the Olympics. So had he not got pinned by Bubba Jenkins, who knows? You know, I mean, who knows what would happen? Wild ride. You know, I mean, you never, you never know the consequences of good fortune. You never know the consequences of bad fortune, baby. And that's Live, the fucking, laugh, love. Yeah, so that's I, the truth. I have a question for May- uh, Mayhem and Bryce. Maybe you too, Adam. But like, I've, I've never been punched in the face, and that's not an invitation, <laughs> Mayhem. But um, it, I think that's the reason why a lot of people don't go in MMA from things like wrestling, because the idea of being punched in the face by someone with bad intentions is pretty scary if it's never happened to you. Was that? I mean, was that the first time you got punched in the face like that? Or are you like a, a, a bar brawler? Does that happen in sparring? Like, is that something that you're used to? Um, so, I mean, yeah. I mean, in sparring, I feel like you get hit a good amount, especially at first, because uh, what I always talk about is, like, your eyes, you're not that good at seeing punches, right? Nah. So, like, I remember when I first started sparring, I would leave every day, especially because, one, I don't know how to control myself in sparring, so I'd get in some, you know, I'd start biting down and getting some fights with people. And then, two – my eyes, I just want to see shit. So, like, I'd go home and I'd be like, damn, I got my bell rung today. I got my bell rung. And then every, every month, you just get a little bit better. You start seeing things a little bit easier um, and you stuff big, like that. Well, you have huge so, eyebrows. You think maybe it's those thick eyebrows? Yeah, man. <laughs> Some, that might be getting in the way. It's the, uh, it's the natural eye black. So I don't even have to have sunglasses on, bro. <laughs> man, I'm going to get magic marker on my gloves. I mean, you must have got every hot chick in Wyoming. I, I, I mean, because you were, like, the poster boy for the school. I mean, was it just like, the, was it like The Bachelor? They line up? Like, hey, man, 30, the, the 30 girls? Yeah. Um, nah, man, you know how it is, bro. No, I don't. Are, I, I don't know are, No, you don't know how it is? <laughs> you never come off a show? You never come off your... Off I do, stage, but I was never guy. the number one guy in the college. Like, you were <laughs> the number one stud in the college. You were like the hey. only successful thing about the college. Hey, you know what? The thing that I think always keeps me the most humble is I'm 5'8". Girls don't like guys that are five eight, bro. <laughs> so, so you get you, you get a you get a lot of girls, but you know it's no, no. Yeah, you know. On Tinder, they're swiping left. How did you how did you pick up this other one? You were her like trainer, right, or something? No, no. I just slid in her DMs at one point. Said, "Hey, I freaking oh. like you. We should go on a date." <laughs> <laughs> Old school. I love that. Yeah, I just I just hit her up. Well, actually, the first time I hit her up, she had a boyfriend. And then, so she didn't hit me back. And then I waited, and then I found out that she didn't have a boyfriend again. And then I re-hit her up, and then wow. she accepted the date. So that's kind of another reason why she was a good one. I knew that she wasn't. She wasn't. Hey, what did you say your back. girlfriend's DMs were? <laughs> yeah. 
You right? know how you know a girl's single again on Instagram? They post an inspirational quote for a post, and they're like, ah, she's single again. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, and I mean, live, laugh, and this is the way, yeah, this is the way that you slide <laughs> in the DMs. Yeah. You just wait till they post a, a cool a story of their dog or a story of, of them doing something, Man. and then you just swipe up on the story. And then so you're swipe up. What's up, baby? Uh, you walking your dog? You want a dog walk with me? <laughs> yeah. Walk this dog? Oh, my God. Listen, Jason, you're going to break up with your girlfriend if you keep Jason, when you, Jason, when you were, uh, oh, when you were uh, away for a, a little swinging bit. man? Jason, when you were away for a little bit, you must have had a lot. You said you had a lot of girls that were hitting you up in jail, right? Like, yeah, of course. Like, there's support crew. You know what I mean? I may have monkeys all over the world. You know what I mean? But you said some I know of the, what you're going to get at. You're going to be the, me right now. Are you going to say because one of those ladies was little on the plus size, you're going to fat shame that lady. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. not. I'm going to stop you right now. I'm going to stop you right now. That's not even cool, bud. Not Aren't there, cool. there are like TV shows. Yeah, thyroid disorder, all right? Maybe you don't know her health history, okay? I'm not, I'm not fat shaming her. I'm not, I'm, okay. I'm not fat shaming her. Uh, but no, that's, but I, I hear you, man. So did, did you write them back or no? Yeah, I wrote, eh, nah. I mean, I didn't write anybody back. I knew I was going to be home eventually. Right, right, yeah. Or I was going to be in there forever, so then I'll write you back then, you know. <laughs> That's, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. So, uh, all right, so some MMA news. And now, Bryce, do you have to go? Uh, yeah, go. Uh, you got about four minutes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, all right, so back to you. Now, you're at wrestling camps every single week. Fucking too much. I got two more, and then I'm done. And then it's back to just straight grinding. I mean, the wrestling clinics are amazing, man. Uh, you make good money off them. Uh, I really do enjoy being around the kids and stuff, but it's just being away from training. It's just, I mean, you train, but not really, right? Like, you need to be in the gym twice a day with killers. So, um, in one breath, it's a blessing because, you know, it's not like I'm making enough money on fighting right now to live. So, my clinics allow me to have a good life. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's you next, know? bud? What's next anyway? That Really, that's the big question. Like, what are they going to do? Yeah, so I think either late September or early October I'm going to fight. I think Bellator's coming here um, in October, and I think I could fight on, you know, kind of like the, the prelim Bellator. So, like, you're not in a Bellator contract, but I think I could maybe get on one of those cards because I was going to do one on August 20th up in uh, South Dakota. But uh, I'm not 100% sure. You know how it is when you first start fighting, too. Like, it's really hard to find opponents that are – Be in shape like, and get – you know what I mean? Be in shape, yeah. ready to jump in. You know, that, that's the stage of your career you're at. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you so, can you just, just shine, bud. Well, thank yeah, you, No, man. no, he, he's doing it really smart because there's, not, there's, a, there's a buzz about you, but not a huge buzz. Like, yeah. not like everybody's covering your fights like they were – Kayla Harrison, or, or uh, even, or the, the um, what's your name, the uh, Clarissa Shields, or it's coming. Even uh, what's his name, um, the other kid, Aaron Pico. Yeah, like, Pico. That's what I was like, thinking. You're kind of doing it right. Yeah. But eventually, they're gonna find. They're gonna figure out you're doing it. Gonna, but but you're doing yep. it smart. So you know. Well, not- yeah. I mean, that's a that's a testament to like management and stuff too. Management and coaches, like some some of those people that get thrown to like the wolves so quickly that have never been in an MMA fight, like Pico never been in a freaking MMA fight outside of like maybe when he was a little kid and he's, you know, going on sold out Madison square garden. Like it's a pretty tough guy. Like I, I don't think that's smart by any means. Like it's a, it's a different sport, no matter how good you are in sparring, no matter how good you are in practice. Like you got to go out there and get locked in a cage. And like you guys said, you got to get punched by somebody that's thrown with bad intentions. And you get to learn stuff about yourself 
in that moment. Flashbacks, bud. Giving me flashbacks. All right. Uh, uh, hey, well, man, you're the man, bro. We fucking love hey, you, dude. No, we love your you career too. so much, dude. Nice. Like, thank uh, you, man. Really Thanks for everything. Uh, next time I'm in Arizona, I'll hit you up. If you're in LA, hit me up. Absolutely. Let's do it again soon, man. Thank good you. Luck. Good luck with the pilot as well. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, of course. It was funny. Later, thank guys. You. Oh, thank you. Nice talking with you guys. God bless you, man. That was Bryce. Bryce Meredith. Stud. Bro, nice. that guy is a stud. Like, man, he's yeah. all around. I was trying to see if he was stupid, and he's not. You know? no. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, what are your thoughts about Bryce? I think, man, that is like the best life. Mid-20s, hottest girlfriend, skydiving, snowboarding. Fuck it. Oh, dude, what's better than that? Look, I thought the chick was trying to be Instagram model, bro. Like, you didn't even put out her name. Like, he I, was trying to put it out. Yeah, he wanted you to put it out. Did he? I, I, I actually forgot her name. Uh, oh, God like, damn it. Of course I, you I did. I have to look it up. Yeah. I, I think, I'm not sure if I said Bryce Mitchell in the beginning. Did I say Bryce Meredith, Bryce Mitchell? I have to go back and, like, fucking edit this. Uh, uh, yeah, just put your voice, like, put your mouth moving differently and just be like, Meredith. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, um, anyway, so Dana White. Uh, said he will not vac- He will not require fighters to be vaccinated um, because that of was a, course. that was a question. He said he will not. And you know what? I'm kind of with Dana on that. Um, I understand. You know, there's a pandemic, but it, it, look, it, it's people's choice. You know, I don't think people should be required. It's way worse if you if you don't have the uh, if you catch COVID and you didn't have the. It's way worse. Right. I do lose their taste and shit and vomit and throw up and right but i don't think people should be forced to do it though do you i mean i think it's fucking the smartest thing yeah i mean like i all my family doesn't want to do it i get it i get why they don't want to do it but like i don't know i've seen people get covid who've had the vaccine and just be like (laughs) and like i've seen people with no vaccine have covid and be like ah Mayhem, make sure my kids get this letter. And then the cops take the letter and throw it away. And I feel bad. You know what I mean? Uh, Bill, any thoughts? Well, the thing that no one talks about is what if you had COVID and you have antibodies? Like, yeah. I think if you have COVID, you have antibodies and you get an antibody tests, that should be as valid as a vaccine, at least while you have antibodies. Oh, wow. oh, wow. That's an interesting perspective. I like that. Like, I, that I just, seems I just, pretty cool. I, look, if people want to not put a vaccine in their body. I, I, for whatever reason, even if, even if, you know, obviously, which, you know, like, like they have said, even if it's stupid, it's, it's their choice. So I'm kind of with Dana on that as, as much as I have been vaccinated and, and, uh, yeah, you know, but what about fighters who won't fight an unvaccinated fighter? Well, Ooh, asking the hard hitting questions this is Bill Dawes. I'm not really sure if fighters get, I'm not really sure we've, we've come into that situation yet. Uh, so, but you're right. Now, uh, also, Jake Paul said on, uh, I mean, no, Dana White. Jake Paul. Yeah, well, Dana White on the Jake Paul situation. He goes, uh, he goes, you know, he says, I don't, I don't hate the kid. Is he fucking annoying? Yeah, he's annoying. He's out there trying to make that money, but his shelf life is very fucking short. He goes, listen, I never said never, but I doubted about uh, him working together. It's not what I do. There's a market for that. He could fight a different type of celebrity every week. There's going to be a segment on the population that wants to pay for that. But it's not what I do. I put the best against the best. The media really isn't following him as much as they did in the beginning. The shtick's getting old. I think for him and the media, uh, he's going to have to fight somebody. They're tired of the shtick. Hey, it's me. I weigh 190 pounds. 
and I want to fight these guys that weigh 170, 155, and they're wrestling, and they're 40 fucking years old and haven't won a fight in three fucking years. If he wants to take him seriously by the real media, he needs to fight a real fight. Uh, <laughs> so he want to throw him to the wolves immediately. Hey, man, get in there with Diaz. But at least fight a, well, no, but at least fight a guy that does that boxes full time or, or that's a boxer. Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Or anybody that boxes. Can we just have him fight a real, a, a actual professional boxer? Get in there, Riddick Poe. Yeah, I would love to see him versus Riddick. Well, uh, uh, if, what if he beats Riddick Poe? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe the best in the world. Boxer who's not sixty. All right. Yeah. yeah. But um, if if Dana says it's fine, he's getting money. If he keeps getting fights that generate money, who gives a shit if they're a professional boxer? Next time will be like whatever some. Weird has been from the '90s, or it doesn't matter. Monday. I think it's fifty bucks to watch him versus Woodley, and I don't think people are going to pay fifty bucks. I think everyone's going to stream it. They'll be uh, good tests. They'll be good tests. I don't think people are paying fifty bucks to watch that. I, I mean, man, those streams be cracking. I, I yeah, yeah, they did. I don't know. Um, I, I mean, the undercard it doesn't have any like Ocho Cinco on it or something or some. Fucking, <laughs> Some weird rapper. It doesn't have kids. Ocho Cinco did pretty good. That shit was exciting. <laughs> Ocho Cinco looked pretty sharp. Uh, he looked like he'd been boxing for a little bit. He lost, but he did good. You're right. Oh, that's what I mean. Like, fucking, yeah. you know, he at least, like, looked like he knew, you know, a jab so, from Hook. So now Sean Strickland is supposed to fight Luke Rockhold uh, oh, in New York, November 6th. Um, they're going at it back and forth. I guess after Sean Strickland beat Uriah Hall, he said he, he said Sean said he wants to kill someone in the octagon. Uh, that he's a psychopath. Talked about masturbating. This is all like in like the the post fight press conference. Big fan, Sean Strickland, huh? Uh, well, yeah. Uh, according to Luke Rockhold, he goes, "Who the fuck is Sean Strickland?" And then uh, Sean got very offended by that. Uh, he goes, "I'm gonna fucking." He goes, "I'm gonna see you in the fucking parking lot. I'm gonna walk by you and smack you in the fucking face." You seem like the kind of pussy that runs his fucking mouth and gets hit and calls the cops. You're such a smug, cocky motherfucker. Wait, this is Luke Rockhold being no, all gangster like no, this? this is, no, like this is, Wayne Brady. No, this is, this, this is Strickland. Oh, oh okay. Goes, Strickland is gangster as fuck then, damn. Goes, You're a smug, cocky motherfucker. Smug. I'll be take a misdemeanor charge just to smack you and watch your fucking head bounce off the ground. So again, we don't got to hey, Wait, this is a long-ass tweet. <laughs> he put that in his Instagram. That movie Zola. He Man. goes. Uh, so Instagram is the new like write a book. You he know goes. I, mean? I don't. We don't got to fight, but don't fucking run your mouth because I want to see you again. I'm gonna okay. smack you with the fucking. Now, face. okay, if I were to do like pantomime, this guy <laughs> do sending that text. How do you think I would be? Would I be like this? Like, no, <laughs> no. I think I would be like. This guy had a T-Mobile sidekick was fucking. <laughs> Yeah, fucking hammering his thumb. How is the typos in that? By what the way, what's in that book? By the way, Mayhem, what do you have in that book? Oh, this is my goat skin book. You know, I have some very important. Uh, I mean, it's not goat skin. It's like otter skin. I don't know. I don't know. Peter would definitely be uh, charging me with something. You know what I mean? But it has like you know some insane handwriting. Well, like, this guy who I know, this guy who I know is funny. He 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 actually wrote Peter. He goes, I just saw a pit bull get. Uh, choked out and beat up by his owner and peter responded and go where and they posted aj aj tapping out <laughs> oh oh loki oh really yeah, yeah. Dog's so pretty man uh yeah, yeah. Right. so um who do we like strickland or rockhold in this fight 
We talking fight? Are we talking in the parking lot? No, no, in Brooklyn all day. I think Luke Rockhold gonna get caught out of fucking what he'd be talking to a hot chick right across the uh, <laughs> truck. He's gonna be like, yeah, that, that, and Strickland just gonna show up out of nowhere, poof, and like, bah, slap right in the face, right? Luke doesn't even know what happened, right? He spilled half his chili cheese dog on the floor, right? I don't know. Strickland's got this, you know. As long as you knock the guy's burrito on the floor, then you know what I mean. You won. I actually got Luke pretty good because he was at a party at the at the Tyson Ranch, and I got invited to watch Tyson fight Roy Jones, and and they were giving COVID tests as you walk in, like. You couldn't get in without a COVID test. And so I go and I see Luke Rockhold standing there. And I'm like, oh, they got you valet parking now? <laughs> and he got so fucking mad. Uh, I mean, he was in the COVID line, man. That The Q-tip he, knocked him out, didn't it? He, he, he was laughing. He was laughing. Uh, yeah, it did not knock him out. So uh, I think when you're a UFC fighter, you become a Ralph Lauren model. Yeah. He is so pretty handsome, though. I mean, I'm a fucking yeah. big fan. I think that he's like the most handsome dude in MMA next to... Me? Against uh, Alan Javon? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Second second. Uh, Fedor is now fighting Tim Johnson. Tim Johnson, we have on the podcast all the time. He's the guy that's the farmer. What? Awesome. You're joking. No. Big old Timmy is fighting Fedor? Yeah. We're getting pumped for that one, bro. I might, like, you know, I have to join the National Guard for this fight. So, uh, I, I think that's a bad fight for Fedor, to be honest. I thought they yeah. were gonna, I don't know why they didn't give him Josh Barnett, two guys that are, like, um, you know. Yeah. What promotion? What promotion is it on, Adam? Bellator. Bellator. Nice. Um, oh, I they're coming with the heat now, huh? Bellator is trying to do something. That's cool. That's they're weird. They're giving him a fucking monster, though. I mean. Yeah, I know, yeah. I mean, that's what you get when you're Fedor, you know. I don't know, man. Uh, you want him to fight chumps, the uh, emperor like Diego you know, Sanchez or something, or you know. Um, so, all right, MMA uh, this week, the fights this Saturday night, the heavyweight fight. Uh, it's the heavyweight fight. It's uh, Cyril Gane. I think he's a gone. Man, yeah, this Gane. is a great fight. Yeah, uh, against the Black Beast. Man, um, this is for the heavyweight championship for the interim belt, which is crazy. They also, according to Dana, by the way, said that um, Steve Miocic and John has signed the contract to fight John Jones. So, oh, yeah. But let's talk about Derek Lewis, Cyril Gaon. I think Derek. I think Cyril Gaon's gonna win. I think Derek Lewis obviously has that one punch power, can put anybody out. But I, I don't see Cyril Gaon shooting on him. I think he's gonna stay away and outpoint him the whole fight. No, mayhem. What's gonna happen? The beast is going to fucking throw a goddamn monkey wrench in those plans right there. He's going to go ham, bro. He's going to push this guy farther than he ever been pushed because he's going to go hard in the paint, bro. Like, he's not coming out like, yeah, what you were saying. No. In round two or three, he's going to fucking go ballistic. But his cardio his cardio is not great. I mean, I know, but he's been working on it, I'm sure. I know he just is not like – Laying around the house, feeding his baby mama, all right? I, this guy is fucking doing it. You know what I mean? He's in the gym, bro. There's no way he's not. He, this is the biggest fight he ever had, bro. And he's on an upward Cormier for the title. No, but this is a different time, bro. This is a different time. You know, that Cormier fight was different, different uh, beast. He's really, uh, man, I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. By the way, Adam, I feel like every time he fights, you always bet against him, and he always wins. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Are you trolling? He's always, he's losing. Right he's always losing the fight. Sometimes he, he loses. Sometimes he loses. 
But yeah, listen, you I think do. Cyril's going to out-kickbox him? Yes. That's what you're thinking? Yes. Ooh, bro, there's a cage there. He's going to use it. He's yeah, going to fucking hammer him like, into that cage. I, like, that guy is not sexy kickboxing Savat running the away. Guy was, the other guy was lighting him up, and then he just got caught going in for, like, a double. Um, the last guy he fought, uh, uh, what's his name? The, you know, talking All about right. The guy from Colorado, the black guy. Making a convincing argument here. Yeah. Um, what, what's his name? You know what I'm talking about. No. Uh, Curtis, Curtis Blades. Yeah. Oh. He made him like quit in the first round. He was like kind of running away sort of. Oh, it's a different style. It's a different style. You know what I mean? Like this guy didn't have the size and didn't have the, you know, he got dumped. And then it's a different, that was a different one. That's, before that's that, a before, different before that he, he beat Alexi Olnick, who's like mm-hmm. 90 years old. Yeah. He beat Alir Latifi, who's like a blown up 205-er. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, 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 he beat. Blagov Ivanov in 2019. He beat Dos Santos. He lost Dos Santos. He lost Daniel Cormier. Um, he lost. Oh. He beat it in Ghana. That was a fucking terrible fight. He lost mm-hmm. to Mark Hunt. Uh, he got knocked out by Mark Hunt. I guess he was eating ribs for the fight, like legitimately <laughs> eating ribs, and had like a. Every time he's ever stepped up, he 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 loses. The other guy's undefeated, but um, the nine and zero. But I think as a kickboxer, he was like a, like a. Phenomenal kickboxer. Underdog. I don't know. I, he, under, underdog is Derek Lewis. So I'm, I'm going with underdog on this one. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, and then uh, Aldo is fighting Pedro Munoz. Chiesa is fighting Vicente Luque. That's going to be a fucking fight and a half. Tisha Torres versus Angela Hill. Oh, oh really? All right. Casey Kenny versus Song Gedong. Also a good fight. Bobby Green, who just talks shit the whole time, uh, Bobby Green. is fighting Rafael Pavias. Vince Morales, good fight, fighting Draco. Alonzo Menafield, former college football player, Ed Herman, uh, short fuse. Uh, Carolina Kawachik is fighting Jessica Penne. Oh, wow. Manel Capey, who uh, they were saying is like the next big thing, came over from Ryzen, um, is fighting Odie Osborne. Uh, and then a couple, and then there's like, there's like, there's like four, eight, there's like 16 fights on this fucking card. Wow. Yeah. That's going to be all lot. day of fighting. What, what day is this? Yeah. Saturday. Easter weekend? Saturday. Oh, Christ. Fucking three days later, I'll be rising from my grave. Like, 18 fights, 16 fights. Oh, a lot of fights. And then, uh, and then, but, and then that's on Saturday. On Friday night, like I said, on Titan FC, um, Nate Marquardt is back. Wow. Fighting Interesting. Michael Cora, who's five and five. Hmm. Um, All right. Well, that's wild. I want to see that. <laughs> I hope Mark Watts is uh, doing good, man. He's a fucking monster, that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he always was, uh, you know, figure out a way to win, that guy. Yeah. And then Bo- and then Bobby Nash from Michigan, who I like a lot. Uh, Darren Krushek's fighting on, on Thursday night, too. Uh, Friday night also in the XFC. Uh, Krushek's fighting. Bobby Nash is fighting. Uh, yeah, there's some, some good fights coming up. That's on... Uh, okay. So yeah, let's. let's if I can watch like three percent of those, <laughs> then we'll have some. By the way, talk. Mayhem. Um, so obviously, Mayhem is dating uh, Camilla Cleese. I kind of said you guys. Man. Bro, Wait, you are, really? Yeah. Bro, I'm so like I know I'm so gay for my girlfriend right Dude, now. Dude, so, so awesome. How long dating Camilla? She's a good friend of mine. Yeah. Man, I don't know. Too long. Like, no, too don't sh- say you don't know because I wasn't gonna bring it up. Year, about the podcast. A couple years. I was I never know, gonna bring man. it up. Yeah. But yesterday, you posted on Instagram, I love this woman. I love her. I love her. Then, That's all I said. I love her. 
You said, I love her. I felt and- good, yeah. It felt good to tweet that. I mean, uh, you know, uh, message that. I think people were like, what the fuck is wrong with people me? People thought you got hacked. Oh yeah. Uh, people, no. no, I'm kidding. Uh, but it was it was very it was very sweet. It was. Uh, I'm proud. Am I proud of you? I think that's amazing. My progression. Huh? My progression. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it Great. was nice, man. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, it was a nice side. But what did you do before that to get, to get her so upset? You had to post that. <laughs> I'm sure something. I don't know. Made a salad wrong. I don't know, bro. Like, you know. This is the kind of shit. So, uh, Bill, I'm, I'm I'm taking my kid to Universal Studios, and then I, I they call and they're having some argument over like whether or not Mayhem should wear sunglasses during a, a job interview, uh, and and I'm like, well, if, if they're interviewing Mayhem uh, at this point, I know. I know. I'm like, like come on, no sunglasses indoors. So, what the fuck? Every black dude would not be cool. So then, um, so then they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm taking my kid to Universal. And Camilla's like, can you take mine too? <laughs> <laughs> I ran by Universal the other day on my jog around the damn city. You know, I ran up that hill. Oh my God, it's fucking brutal. So anyway, I'm happy for you, man. Happy for you. Uh, the, the mayhem, Lifetime movie mayhem, basically. This is, this is I love it. Yeah, this is the softer side of mayhem. <laughs> Gay him, as it were, <laughs> the effeminate. I'm gardening now. Hello, everyone. I'm gardening from my rooftop. Are you guys ready to see my flowers? <laughs> All right, this is good. I love this show, bro. Are we done with this motherfucker? Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're done. <laughs> we're hey, done. Uh, I miss you guys and love you, and I'll see you guys soon on the next episode of MMA Roasted. Take care, guys. Be good.